good people who have traveled from villages near and far. Lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee tuna? Bumblebee tuna! Hello, West Man Tooth. Hello, evening news team. You are now listening to another edition of Movie Review Crew. Welcome to the Goody Room. But their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Steve Rushlaw. How you doing? Matt McNeil. Hey. And Aaron Kronikin. Hello. Uh, we have an excellent episode. I'm really excited about this. Sure do. We had an awesome episode on Monday. If you haven't listened to that, go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com, and listen to it. It's the JCVD episode. It's the first episode in our Prove It Month. Mike, can, can I ask you a question? What's up, dog? Is that the first John Claude Van Damme movie you've ever seen? No, no, God, no, no, me, no. Wait, didn't we review one? Yeah, I didn't watch it. Oh, yeah. And I the only can't movie even remember sh- the name of the one we reviewed. The only movie you should ever review of his is Sudden Death. So okay, see, so I had seen Bloodsport actually. Yeah. That's a good one too. But yeah. we and we reviewed Time Cop, Aaron. Time Cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that hey. one where he enters the tournament to fight to? Bloodsport. I think nope. that's Bloodsport. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, you're one. thinking of the Running Man. No, Kickboxer? No, 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 no. Now I gotta look up. <laughs> now I gotta look up his filmography. Tangent. Sorry. Double Impact. Double nope. Team. Nope. Oh, Battle Royale. Mortal Kombat. Hard Target. <sighs> Six Bullets. Universal Soldier. Day of Reckoning. The Expendables Two. What do you want from me? Oh, you're thinking of Street Fighter. Oh my God. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> How am I supposed to continue if this is this is our like? This is going to be flooding my thoughts the entire I'll, show I'll now. I'll find it. Don't you worry. Friends, the TV series? <laughs> That's <laughs> he the wasn't one. <laughs> so anyway, this is our second movie for Prove It Month. I want to kick things off by using this brand new sounder that I made. I don't know how I feel about it yet, but here we go. It's not what you know. Prove it. All right, then I will. If it's a proof of what I think it's a proof of, it's a very important proof. It's what... You can prove. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it. It's it's good not one. bad. Not bad. The <laughs> quest. Yes, that was. Did you do that yourself? Galaxy about. Quest. Yeah, Galaxy Quest. I did. Starting John Claude. Impressive. Yeah, I used you guys' suggestions on Prove It Month. Uh, but no, if you, our listeners, want to request movies for us to prove, we have added an additional pick to our cycle. Go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. You can request movies right on our homepage. Again. Tell us why you want to prove what you want to prove. We've already got a handful of requests for this month. So yes. and and to to address that real quick, whoever <laughs> whoever picked Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge our, of the Sith, thank you. Just know <laughs> that I've never been more disappointed in you as a person mm-hmm. and the world in general. You you do know that that was somebody you know. Oh, it's got to be. <laughs> Maybe, or it could have just been somebody who knows the show. Could be, yeah. I thought it was one of you guys, honestly. <laughs> I, I mean, Tort I me. Wish, but great idea. Yes. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, what you got, Mike? Yeah. We have a great show. Sorry, I was just trying to collect everybody's thoughts. Here we go. Uh, we have a great show. We got movies coming out to theaters this week. Someone have that pulled up. Yep. 
Uh, and we have box office results, if that is updated. It wasn't updated last week, I don't think. Uh, usually it's 11.30. Right? Yeah, something, man. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird old website we use. And then we have Steve trying to prove Captain America, the Winter Soldier, is the best cinematic or best film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, sir. So that'll be interesting. I'm really excited for that. What are the movies coming out to theaters this week? Um, Charlie's Angels. Hell yeah. yeah. Hard pass. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Which are the angels? (laughs) Whom star the angels this time? Well, the one that they keep... They're just promoting the crap out of it. Apparently, Kristen Stewart's the face of this new Yeah. Movie. What? I love Kristen and Stewart. Then, uh, Wait. No, whatever. Really? I believe it's Naomi Scott mm. and... I've never heard of this other one. Ella Belinsky? Is she the other one? She must be. I don't know. Who plays Bosley? Patrick Stewart. So you got that going. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Wait. Looks Elizabeth like ho- Banks plays Bosley. Patrick Stewart plays John Bosley. Looks like a whole bag of nope on those three. Yeah. Eh, I mean, it's a Charlie's Angels movie, so you lost me there. I don't really <laughs> care who's in it. Yep, yep, yep. True. Uh, a few other good-looking movies. I don't know if they actually will be good. Ford versus Ferrari. Ooh. That does look good. <laughs> I want to yeah, see that. Definitely. Uh, same director that did Logan, in, and they're talking about uh, potential Oscar nominations. Well, of course they are. It's that time of year. Well, of course it is. And when you got that kind of star power, and yeah. it just looks, I mean, it looks like a good movie. Uh, also coming out, also talk about star power of a, a different generation. Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen. Yeah, and the good two, liar. two of the greatest actors of all time. I, yeah. I do like Ian McDermott. McDermott? Yeah. <laughs> Close. Close enough. Uh, another movie coming out called Waves. Um, the Midway re- come out this one? Just what? I think Midway's, Midway's already, already out. out man. Yeah. Oh, man. Isn't yeah. the the next one your the report? Yeah, the report. Isn't that getting Oscar talk too? Uh, or is that a different one that uh, he's in? Well, they're talking about how great he is in both, and that's the thing is they're saying that poor Adam Driver is going to be if they. He's in two movies: the report and there's the one. What's that? The marriage, marriage story. The marriage story. Yeah, and they're saying that he's good enough in both, but. I don't know how that's going to work out if he's got two Oscar-worthy movies. I don't know. Uh, you mean three? Because let's not don't forget stop. that Episode Nine comes out in December. Wait, what the hell are you just saying over there? They're just spouting some silly nonsense trying about to Star Wars. I'm just, I'm just saying that Adam, Oscar-worthy. I'm just, I'm, I was making a joke. I just think that Adam Driver is a good actor. He is. Yeah, he is. I think everyone on here agrees that that is true. But the yeah, Star dude. Wars movies, he's. Are the best that he's not very good. Ah, he was good in the second one. Story for him. No, but the movie isn't very good. (laughs) But he's good in it. And also, the Last Jedi was good. Shut up. Go on, Aaron. That's it. I've rewatched Last Jedi. It's not as good as I remember, (laughs) dude. Anyway, not the point. Uh, Any of these movies you guys want to see? Ford v Ferrari. Yeah, that's pretty much the only one. Yeah, and then I'll probably wait for uh, the Good Liar to get on streaming before I see that. I do. There are a lot of movies coming up though that I want to see, like uh, that Mister Rogers movie. Midway. Yeah. Uh, no, not Midway. 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 Uh, wait, hold on. Time out, real quick. So you know this whole debate about this is kind of relevant uh, about how these directors and a lot of them are just snooty old curmudgeons that are saying, "Oh, they're not real cinema." Yeah, and Scorsese. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, him and, and then there are others that are that have thrown their hat in the well, ring. Well, sure, but Scorsese's like 
leading the charge. Anyway, well, no, on. and he kind of he kind of backed off and said they're just a different type of cinema. And, and he's saying the same thing. I, he's saying the movies are fine, but the fact that these theaters don't put anything else, yeah, yeah. flooding the market. But anyways, the director of Midway, uh, Roland oh, Emmerich, man, threw his opinion oh, out I there saw that. about how Marvel, like, really, guy, you've made a living off of some of the worst summer blockbusters. In the world, yeah, and you're gonna come out and Dude, talk he, about. Has he ever made a well? Good I mean, the movie? original Independence Day, yeah. Outside now, I of that, say that's a masterpiece. Dude, I, it's, it's fun, but yeah. it's it's not great. It's he, like Armageddon. Dude, he came out and said like Independence Day Resurgence is one of his biggest regrets making a movie, and it's like, well, duh. right, yeah, that movie made like three dollars. Could his <laughs> problem have been that he didn't have Will Smith? I think that's I think that's actually what he said was yeah. like making yep. it without Will yep. Smith. Yep, he said as soon as Will Smith declined, he should have stopped. Yeah. So, but mm. still, but st- like you know uh, that I don't think he's uh, lending much uh, yeah. credence to that argument. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's Roland Emmerich. Yeah. True. 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 And speaking of Midway, it looks awful. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. <laughs> Some of the reviews it looks are terrible. I, one was uh, something along these lines. I said uh, it's nothing less than. Uh, what did I say? Something like a macho cartoon, oh just because of God, how ridiculous the CGI is and how it's just spouting who, these one-liners. Who is and, in that? Well, Aaron Eckhart. Who's That's the, what uh, I'm thinking. The Aaron main Eckhart. guy, though. Well, and and there's also Woody Harrelson, uh, Ed Screen or Scrine. Sc- I believe it's Screen. Mm. I think it's Screen as well. He's, Patrick um, Wilson. Jesus. I mean, he's got a decent cat. I, I, yeah, I mean, Patrick Wilson screen, hasn't done anything since retiring from the... Since holy since cow. Francisco Luke 49ers. Evans, Mandy Moore, Dennis Quaid. Oh, Nick Jonas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's it. There's your yeah. star power. Yep. <laughs> that's how that movie's going to make money. Uh, I don't... Buzz, actually, Midway will be a good uh, transition into our next topic. Movies or box office results from the weekend. Does anyone want to guess what was first? <sighs> Is it Midway? It was effing Midway. Midway beat Dr. Sleep. And that's the state of the world. Does that Cinematic really... Cinematic world is in shambles. Does that really surprise you, though? Yes. I mean, it, I like are they both rated that R? people can make better no, decisions. No, I think Midway's rated PG-13. That could be it. A horror movie rated R Yeah. versus a PG-13 war movie. Yeah, a, mm. a, a horror movie post... Halloween, yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, but that don't like no, that doesn't mean anything. I think though. it does. Well, a little they were bit. they were trying to time it because they wanted it close enough to Halloween, but also to kick off award season. You know, they're desperate to to make this like a viable movie, even though I don't see anything that interests me in it. But in Doctor Sleep, yeah, I, I agree. I think it looks good, but. I'm not. I'm probably not going to see it in theaters. I, I just think that if you're comparing it to The Shining, which inevitably people will, you're going to lose that battle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They that I think that was their biggest misstep is their entire yeah. campaign for for pushing this movie was based around let's remind people that it's a Shining sequel. Just you yeah. know, let it stand on its own, dude. Mm. It, I, yeah. Just surprise people when it's like, oh shiz. This is part of the Shining universe, you know, and it—I don't know, I don't know. I think it's yeah. Well, at least we can all look forward to that Mister Rogers movie. Yes, that's yep. exactly what I watch was it. Thinking. Watch it be terrible. So Doctor Sleep was two. It can't be terrible. Yes. It's Tom Hanks. 
Midway was number one. That doesn't one. mean anything. <laughs> Midway was number one on the box office results. Uh, Doctor Sleep was number two. But also, this is, I don't know if it's just this weekend or what, if people have not a whole lot of interest of going to the box office, but the, the highest grossing movie was $6 million. It was a pretty great really? weather weekend across the Midwest, yeah. at yeah. least, and I assume the rest of the country. You're just going to assume things like yeah. that? Okay, fair point. Uh, Last Christmas comes in a third, Playing <sighs> With Fire. Playing With Fire, the John Cena film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe you met John Cena. You want to know why the highest movie only made $6 million? Listen to that list right. of movies. Yeah. Have you seen the the hey. trailer for Last Christmas? <laughs> no. I no. mean, Lord. To me, the only one that would be interesting Playing to with see fire. The, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's probably Dr. Sleep. Yeah. I didn't hear sh- what Shane said about it, but. I mean, really, for the rest of the year, there are only like two or three movies that I actually want to see. And Star Wars is one of them. Oh, that God. is one of them, yeah. Actually, that 1917 yeah, movie, that's that looks fantastic. Be hopefully amazing. Dude, Deacons is going to win the second. I hope so. He's going to win his second Oscar. In a it, row. I actually it, haven't seen a trailer for that. Wait, no. Last year it was You haven't seen the trailer for 1917? Mm-mm. It's like a World War One film where they have um, to go save. Bored. No, Don't no, care. no, no, no. They shot a lot of it in one take, from what I understand. He didn't. Like he that. didn't like Saving Private Ryan, so he's not going. to I like, like Saving Private Ryan. I just it, war movies have kind of overstayed their welcome, in my opinion. Like we don't. But Star Wars hasn't. Uh, it, it has. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm not saying that it hasn't, but it the, has. the 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 trailer I mean, looked good enough that I'm still going to go see also, that. Did we talk about this on the show that the Game of Thrones writers backed out of Star Wars? Did yeah. We, I don't think we about talked about it on the show, but I don't know that any of us. Had much faith in them, anyways. No, I mean you got a lot of the no, no, power a, behind the name, but. dude. I don't think anyone had faith, but that's a big deal. I don't think it's anything to do with their writing ability. I think what Aaron said is they. I don't think they gave them the. I think they were probably they probably unwilling didn't have the, to the be control a Disney that they yes wanted. man. Yeah. yeah, everybody's talking at once. <laughs> okay, uh, three, two, one, and go. No, Aaron, what were you saying? Oh, I, I just, I think, and I have nothing to back this up, but I would assume that they just weren't willing to be a Disney yes man and, and weren't willing to not do their version of what they wanted to do. Sure, Matt, what did you say? Uh, pretty much the same thing, but I also think that maybe it could be that they're, since the last couple of seasons of Games, Games of Thrones mm-hmm. were so bad that they just got kicked off the project. And then they're to try to save face. They're like, no, they didn't fire us. We quit. I don't, I don't know about that because you still have the power behind. Yeah. The, like people love. All, you don't have to say the writers of the last season of Game of Thrones, <laughs> dude. So also, I, I think one of my friends watched Game of Thrones post like the two year wait. Like he started it after it had ended, and he's like, dude, there's not that big of a jump between the rest of the seasons and season eight. So I think. Because there was this two-year wait and it was really hyped up, it inevitably let people down. So I want to give it another watch. Yeah, I I could see that. Uh, I think I started in season four, caught up, and then was waiting for it to come out. So I could definitely see that because, I mean, that's a... That was a very long wait for yes six episodes. I was never really a fan of the show, so... I love the show. Yeah, well, go watch The Red Wedding. I did. (laughs) My heart it did. I think I, st- <laughs> I think I stopped watching right around season four. You are yeah, lucky it, you. Interesting type of person. It got yeah. terrible right after that. No, it didn't. It did. It did. <laughs> I think it was after season five, wasn't it? 
after I mean, they pass there, the books. There's a couple points I think where it goes downhill. Anyway, let's. We're not talking about Game of Thrones. We're here to talk about Captain America. Yes, sir. We're one more time. It's not what you know. Prove it. All right, then I will. If it's a proof of what I think it's a proof of, it's a very important proof. It's what you can prove. What is your claim? Uh, my claim is that Captain America Winter Soldier is the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. All right. And I know that people are going to come at me on this because you have Iron Man. Iron Man is a very well-made movie. I mean, you have 24 other films. Yeah. True, 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 true. But, I mean, if if I'm making a top... Lord, I don't even know that I could name half of them. If I'm making a top three, (laughs) it's this, Iron Man, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Yes. So, he... Okay. So, you you heard his claim. I wanted to look this up just to see where they rank on Rotten Tomatoes, right? Based on critics or audience? This is critic score, Mm -hmm. I believe. This is a critic score. He believes. He's not sure. Well, okay. So... I'm on a, a third-party website where it has it all listed, so I don't have to have 24 tabs open. Oh, sure, 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 so sure, 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 sure. So it says a score. I'm almost positive it's critics. Anyway. Uh, I believe that's they do critics on that. Yeah. Black Panther. This comes in at oh, first. Uh, 97%. Dumb. Avengers Endgame tied, <laughs> tied with Iron Man at 94%. More like end lame. Coming in third <laughs> is uh, the first Avengers, Spider-Man oh. Homecoming, and Boy. Thor Ragnarok. Hmm. All right. Then we have Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America Civil War, Spider-Man Far From Home, and then we have Doctor Strange tied with Captain America Civil War, or Winter Soldier, sorry. See, my thing, my thing with all of those, pretty much every one of them, is outside of Doctor Strange and a couple other ones that are just individual movies, is like... Endgame and Black Panther. There are so many people in that movie where they're trying to go, let's tell this story, let's tell this story, and let's have a three-hour cinematic movie where it's just like, holy cow, there's just so much sure. brought at you where I believe... I mean, this kind of has... I mean, it's got a decent amount of people in it, but for the most part, it sticks to telling the story of the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Captain America and Bucky. Yeah. 100%. And uh, uh, another thing with this is, for the most part, their fight scenes are not CGI. Yeah. yeah Whereas yeah. you get to like Endgame and all those other ones in the later on, it's just straight I've CGI. S- I've seen some of the behind the scenes of this one, and they do a lot of really cool things where they'll take an actor and have like partially green screen behind him, and you just, like you can just cut him out, and yeah, it's pretty cool what they can do. Um. But you have, a, you have a big thing to prove here, and I don't know if we're going to be able to prove it. And I mean in the sense of... of um, I feel like Shane had an easier chance see, at well, doing okay, this. Sure, so here's, no, the thing, here's the thing, though. Because Shane's movie had a not good score, a D score, but he proved his point. I think yeah. this might be the opposite because... For me, I don't think it proved that it's better than the the others that I would put up there, but it's still going to get a better score than a D. Or a, Absolutely. Yeah, so, probably. And, well, I, and I, I feel like, no offense to you and yeah. to you and Brent, but you guys are a little more laid back on your opinions. 
Whereas I have two of the biggest <laughs> you, people in here with, sure. with huge opinions. For so. sure. Especially when it comes to the Marvel movies. So yeah, this was, yeah. Well, this yeah, is yeah, a was an uphill battle. Well, yeah. And well, I did, I honestly, truly, I promise, I went into this with an open mind. Uh, but my, my thoughts to start off are, and I understand this is part of a 23 movie cinematic universe, but I don't think... I felt like maybe you needed to see the rest of it to feel anything for these characters because sure. at this point, I don't think they propped the characters enough for a standalone movie to to have you know beginning, middle, end character closure, story closure because the beginning happened before this yeah. and the ending is afterward. This is just one yeah. little snippet, and so, I felt like it was hard to to care. Yeah. So, <laughs> so real real quick, I just want to say that's kind of what I was going for is like. You might not be able to prove yeah. that it is true or false. Like it might lie somewhere in the middle because not having seen Af- after watching this, I understand where they're coming from because there's snippets here and there where they where they go back to the first Avenger and they mm-hmm. they're talking about Bucky sure. and they're talking about um, I can't think of that. And that's fine. Armin Zolo. I've, I've yeah. seen the first Avenger yeah. and they did a, a good enough job in the movie of flashbacks and and making you understand even if you hadn't seen it that these guys had a legitimate connection prior to this but so here was my issue is and i told you before going into this the reason i have trouble with captain america is because i don't buy chris evans as captain america yeah to me he just doesn't embody captain america he doesn't embody somebody that you're going to follow he just it, to, to me, it didn't work. I didn't yeah. feel like he's I, this leader I, I can, of I can the kind Avengers. of see that, I suppose. And that's, I think, see, that's why they had to force Robert Downey to be the face and the leader of this 23-movie franchise. See, I, I, ne- I never understood the Chris Evans. And it, me, I'm a huge Captain America fan. I, I mean, he's my favorite superhero. But when they casted Chris Evans, I'm, I was like, well... Because when I mean when I look well, at him, okay, I always so look I at like why it's because not another teen part. movie and yeah he's hot uh, he, he's, he's he's a pretty face he's Captain you America heard, yeah like, heard it here first Matt thinks yeah. Chris Evans is hot yeah does he have a cute little butt like he Jeff does Goldblum? actually <laughs> like Jeff Goldblum <laughs> this is better <laughs> yes so great but no I get it. like you put him in a costume and boom Captain America but I'm just saying that it, the the he doesn't just it just his presence. I don't think is Captain. I and maybe I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. People freaking love him, but that's how I felt. Yeah, real. Uh, to me, I would just mess with my headphones, man. Um, to me, I I would have went with John Krasinski. That's who I would have no, went with. But no. with that, I believe he he could have went to sarcastic, funny type. But I I understand why. They went with Chris Evans. I think he was a great Captain America. He's I'll good. I mean, he he, in my opinion, he fits the part because Chris Evans is kind of a bland actor, and Captain America wow, is kind is, of a bland but, superhero. But if you, if you put it Chris up, Chris Evans is a bland actor. But if you, I mean, <laughs> listen to this: if you put it up against other characters they've chosen, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., fantastic. Then you have Hemsworth playing Thor. Okay, that's. 
that I will say Hemsworth is probably like the perfect cast yeah. for that. So I mean, you have, Marvel. I mean, you got to give props to Marvel. A lot yeah. of their casting is pretty spot on, or at least they force it to, yeah. to change the character enough to fit. Yeah. You know, like with uh, what's his name as Star Lord, Chris Pratt. That's obviously not the Star Lord of the comics, but they change him for this universe yeah. to fit that actor perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, side note: I think they really messed up with Quicksilver being ATJ. God, that was a horrible character. Can we all admit that? Uh, X Men did it better. We'll just leave Quicksilver <laughs> there. Okay. Uh, real quick, I'm going to get through this. Captain America: The Winter Soldier from 2014, PG-13 film, two hours and 16 minutes long. It's an action adventure sci-fi film, second in the series of Captain America movies. As Steve Rogers struggles to embrace his role in the modern world, he teams up with a fellow Avenger and Shield agent, Black Widow, to battle a new threat from history: an assassin known as the Winter Soldier. Written and directed by Anthony Russo and Joe Russo, uh, well, adapted the screen by them and Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Starring Chris Evans and Samuel L. Jackson, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, you were doing so well. I know. Robert Redford, Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie, Colby, Kobe Smolders, Frank Gurlow. Oh, man. That's probably about it. Yep. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film gets 90% certified fresh from critics and a score of 7.62, an audience score of 92%, giving an 8.66. Critics' consensus. So suspenseful, politically astute Captain America and the Winter Soldier is a superior entry in the Avengers canon and is... So sure to throw tired fans Marvel. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Good. Didn't hear a single thing. <laughs> I mean, I just you almost get, you almost had it. I just wanted to get through it. So, all right. So here's here's where I have trouble with this. Is like I said, uh, the put my feelings about Chris Evans aside. I'm judging just this movie as a standalone movie. I feel like the structure of the story is perfectly fine. And different from other Marvel movies, which I appreciate, I feel like the fight scenes were. I, this is this was the Russo brothers' first action movie. Yes, I hope they got better because the fight scenes were too chaotic. <laughs> there was there was like a, a, each each oh, cut lasted alert. about 0.3 seconds, and then they cut to something else. They just it's one of those where it's like you're you're making us feel the action rather than showing the action. And and it would it would start. You'd see these two guys facing off, and it's this wide shot, and they'd get into it, and you're like, okay, we're gonna see this, and then boom, cut to a zoom, and you can hardly see what's going on because the camera's shaking every time somebody lands a punch. So I I and I don't know if they got better because I don't follow the cinematic universe, but the I think when they got farther on into the universe, it was. It might have. I think. I think it got worse oh, because. Good Lord. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If you want to talk about chaotic, if you, if you have two se- people, <laughs> you haven't seen Endgame or Infinity War. I mean, it's. It goes from two people fighting to hundreds, hundreds of people fighting, and it's the same thing. Hey, show a punch, shake the camera, sh- throw a punch over here. Well, and there's there's a place for zooms and for yeah. cuts in an action sequence in a fight scene, but it it was closer to Jason Bourne than it was to, say, John Wick. Where John Wick, yes, the camera's moving. Yes, it's chaotic, but at least it's showing. And in this one, I felt like rather than showing, it was it was to hide some of, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It, yeah. There was something about the fight scenes that felt generic to me. Like uh, like somebody who's shooting their first action movie. <laughs> so, 
to to kind of piggyback off of that, um, this is actually the first time I've ever seen this movie. Really? Yeah, because uh, I never really cared about Captain America to begin with, um, and at, like once they got the, I fell off the Marvel train pretty early on. Um, like I was so disappointed with the second Iron Man, I was like, "Oh, I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll uh, do it. Is that to the you. one where they had the the fake Mandarin? No, uh, that no, that was Iron that was Man three. three. Iron Man, which I also was, hated. Uh, um, that was the story of drunk, depressed Iron Man. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. the one that had Whiplash in it, and it was ugh, it was bad. Um, I love that movie though. <laughs> Whiplash, yeah, yeah. Whiplash itself is a good movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, so this being the first time that I've seen it. Um, having the knowledge of the MCU being, because I'm kind of like Aaron, I haven't I haven't watched all of them, um, and so there's some knowledge that's lost there. I feel like you really have to be invested in these movies to to feel anything for the characters. Um, but, but the the story itself though, no, no, doesn't it, require. Right, that's it, what's yeah, good the, about this. The the a the A to B story. Um, works fine but with the other marvel movies that have an a to b story i wouldn't rank this on the same level like the first iron man i would put above this um spider-man homecoming i would put mm. above this i couldn't make it through that movie oh i liked that, that movie. was so childish i liked that movie a lot it was fun <laughs> it was cute uh <laughs> and then uh the guardians i would put above this as well um but it, there, there are some good things that that the movie does. Very it's just, good things. It's I, I just don't know if I'd call it the best out of their entire filmography. There, a lot of what they did. Yes, they had some CGI. Some of it not so great because I think the problem with these Marvel movies are trying to spit them out so quickly. They don't have time to have these. You have so many movies so quickly with yeah, so like many special three effects. Three of them every year. So I don't think they had the time to... Like some of the helicarrier stuff looked... Aw- the, the opening scene where they were going onto the ship, they did this long take spinning around the CGI ship mm-hmm. in the middle of the sea and it just didn't feel finished. But the action sequences, it felt like a lot of it was... I mean, a lot of it, it's, it's gunplay and fight scenes. It's not guys flying around with special powers or whatever so a lot of it was easier to do with less cgi i liked that i liked the villain robert redford is a great it's a guy that you see and you say robert redford i want to trust that guy yeah but at the same time i don't think the writing was strong enough to convince me from the get-go that he wasn't the bad guy because i felt like you got the bad guy vibes in about five seconds and 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 the thing with with robert redford is he doesn't have to be this, like, this bulking character yeah. that is gonna physically defeat you. He's he can play that character where he's brilliant, smart. He's gonna beat you with his mind yeah. instead of some of the other characters like and Thanos, there, there who's was gonna nothing just overpower you. showy about it. No. He wasn't this angry, screaming guy. Even after he had been found out, it's just completely calm and trying. To, so he was, I think, and the fact that I mean, let's be honest, a lot of what he was saying. Any normal person could say, yeah, I kind of get that. (laughs) Uh, See, yes and no. Like, for me, I kind of feel like he falls into the same trap of, like, the rest of the Marvel villains. Like, out of all of the Marvel villains, like, maybe two of them have been compelling. Um, See, I I, I think the issue with the cinematic universe is none of the villains in the beginning movies, you really believe, you don't really believe 
that they can beat these characters because yeah. you know there's going to be another movie. Yeah, right. Well, and that's the thing. Yeah, they're just obstacles to give you filler stuff to get to the next movie. And I, th- I but think as a as a filler movie, you're to have a. I don't want to say that he was convincing, but to have a bad guy who is less cartoony in his motives and more... Oh, sure. Absolutely. And 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 I can appreciate that, but when you stack it up to... Um, I'm going to bring, I'm gonna come back to Spider-Man here. When you stack it up to Vulture, uh, Vulture's a much more relatable villain, in my opinion. Um, and then, to a lesser extent, Killmonger and Black Panther uh, also makes, like it, like what you were saying, when he's talking, he makes a lot of sense... Um, and I think that this movie just doesn't hit that as well as the other two, but I still see where you're coming from. Yeah. And another, I mean, I don't know. I I hate to bag on this too terribly. I didn't not like the movie, but you want to know what I hate about this movie? What's that? Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I knew he was yeah, going to say that. She's not that, that bad. I mean, she, all she's, she's not bad. Like, hey, look sultry and make sexy comments. Like she, that's what they did for her. Like they, in, that was a this terribly one, written character. Oh yeah. In this one, she's not bad, but there's just just Scarlett Johansson in general. I just don't think she can act. See, I don't think she's that bad of an actress. I just think but that, that she wasn't this is such this a terribly written character. She's doing the best with what she's got. <laughs> And I don't know that she really. I, don't, I I felt unconvinced about the physicality of of her fight scenes and. But it, yeah, getting past her, she was fine. I yeah. guess in the movie, she wasn't. She didn't make it terrible. Uh, but one thing that I I just couldn't get past is is the amount of exposition, and the amount of silly out of place jokes like they just all every it's every exit before a cut was let's throw out this one liner to end the scene and cut to the next scene. oh that's marvel it's bad and when it's i did bad it, writing and when i was watching this i felt like anytime sam jackson was on the screen it was hey let's have a corny joke and it's just like anytime anybody it was so full <laughs> of those corny jokes that i i, I I know, I mean, the Russo brothers come from a comedic background. I get yeah. it, but woof. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I, I don't know if that's a, you know, Disney does that with the Marvel movies and with the Star Wars movies. Like, there's a place for that, but it doesn't have to be, especially in this story, this is like a doom and gloom, we lost type of movie. Yeah, and I think even, like, when Sam Jackson's being attacked in the the SUV, he's you think popping yeah. jokes the yeah. whole time. It's just like you just broke your arm. You're almost you like cracked ribs. You're dying, and you're popping jokes. Uh, that's yep. what I mean. In the middle of fight scenes, how do I tell who the bad guy is? Well, if they shoot at you, they're the bad guy. Laugh track. Like really, that's sitcom. Get out of here with that. No, then, I, uh, I agree. The Falcon gets shot at. I think I found those bad guys you're talking about. Uh, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Could that be because it's they're trying to put it towards a younger yeah, audience? That's exactly it. They're it, trying to get to every audience. Yeah. I they think don't have a target. It's audience. part that, but I also and I blame the original Iron Man for this because that set the tone of these movies being funny. Sure, and, but and, that's a little different because that's Iron Man. Well, yes, I I understand that, but with as funny as that movie was. Marvel then said, "Oh, this works. Let's here's keep that. Formula. Yep, here's the formula. Copy paste. Uh, and for as good as the first Iron Man is, I do p- 
put the blame of this entire franchise solely on that movie. That's not quite fair. <laughs> I think it's I think it's perfectly fair. I don't know. It's I, patient that's, that's zero. That's like me blaming the original Halloween for slasher tropes. I think when you like look... Just because you do it great once and everybody sucks at it afterward <laughs> doesn't make it bad. No, but that's that doesn't work, though, because that's not the same studio just oh, sure. copy-pasting itself. Here's the thing with Iron Man compared to most of the other Marvel Cinematic Universes. Iron Man was pretty much a standalone movie. Yes. Yep. It wasn't really trying to set anything up. It was literally telling you the story of Iron Man. Whereas when you start getting into these other movies, it's literally, let me tell you this story so you can know this story. Mm-hmm. And there are literally 22 other movies to stack on top of each other. And True. I feel like this Winter Soldier was less so. I mean, it was... It did feel um, not uh, almost like a legitimate standalone movie. They did, uh, you know, here and there sprinkle yeah. in things to connect it to, f- and you get the Marvel after scene or whatever you call it, end credit mm-hmm. scene. And I didn't even wait. What was on it? Uh, Which one was? Oh, Quicksilver and and the. Oh, uh, see. Uh, they 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 teased uh, Ultron in that, didn't they? Or uh, was this the one they found Winter Soldier and were like? Falcon and Captain America were talking to him. Maybe there's I only so saw ma- there's one so many off. Yeah, there's so many ed- end <laughs> credit scenes. I, I I didn't I didn't stick around for the the end credit. As soon as the st- credits started rolling, I was like, cool, turned it off. Yeah, I, and okay, let's talk good things because I feel like I'm making this sound like I hated this movie. Oh I yeah, really no, 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 no. Like I, it's uh, start to finish, it's a decent movie. So, and there's a there's enough suspense and mystery and i i think unfortunately they spoiled the mystery far too soon yeah. but there's enough of it and the whole it's not an original story about the the soldier or the spy who is is up against his own i mean mission impossible yeah. did it like four times <laughs> in its own <laughs> franchise you know so i mean it's not original but the way it was told it it was and i i did read that an inspiration for this was Three Days of the Condor, mm-hmm. Redford's movies, and and they said they wanted it to be like this seventies spy thriller, and it felt it had that feeling, yeah. but in a Marvel universe. And I think, I don't know. I think a lot of what what failed was when they went away from that into this spectacle of a of an action movie. For for me, I enjoy this movie because this is kind of where. Captain America's innocence starts to change. Yeah. Because he got, this is the f- kind of the first movie where they show him after he's been unfrozen and kind of dealing with the world around him and seeing that the world isn't necessarily the same world when he was alive back in the day. And I think even though it's Chris Evans, like you said, he's able to show that through his emotions and reactions throughout this movie. He, he Chris Evans wasn't terrible. I mean, he did when when he when Bucky's face was revealed and the way he handled that, it was he did a good job. I just I just don't like him as Captain America. He doesn't feel like the leader of the Avengers to yeah. me. So, I don't I I just I didn't get much of that. I got Kind of a sob story between him and his friend Bucky, which I get. That's what the movie. That's the whole idea behind the movie. Yeah. But I think they should have pushed that a lot harder than than the the CGI fight sequences at the end. 
I felt like there wasn't much uh, much resolution to the whole Bucky and Cap thing, unless that comes in other movies. I don't know. Um, Civil War maybe ended that or, or touched that more. I don't know. On, honestly, no, not necessarily. They kind of take him to Wakanda and freeze him, and then hmm. he's all better. There's never. I don't think there's ever really a. They they very much kind of blow over it because you have to watch Cap and Iron Man punch each other. So right, I, I I felt like there was a lot of missed opportunity to to push the Cap and Bucky thing when that's the whole story behind the Winter Soldier. And I think if this would have been a standalone movie, you would have gotten that, which is uh, to me. Like you've always said, the problem with the Marvel movies is it's it's not standalone. You literally have to watch this one to see this one to see this one. And that could be the issue with that because, like you said, you don't get any resolution towards Cap and Bucky at all. I I thought that we were going to, that it was leading to some emotional thing between the two. And you never really, like, Bucky gets trapped under a beam, Cap lifts him out. Bucky punches him and then he's gone. It's like that's <laughs> well, and then you see that he drags him out of the water, and that's really it. It's oh, he's he doesn't really know him, yeah. but he's he's not quite the bad guy anymore. Yeah. So yeah, I get it, but there wasn't the reconnection or the he did. It didn't seem like like I said, there wasn't much resolution between. It just set up. Cap versus Bucky, and he realizes it's him, and there's a struggle between can he really do what he needs to do to end it, and then nothing. But I guess let's also we should also mention Anthony Mackie. He was part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he was in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. I don't think he was that bad. Um, there's other characters he's played where he's not a very good actor. I mean, he doesn't really have to do much in this movie. Where I think in later movies he tries to become more comical and it's yikes just be the war veteran yeah like, I, I think that's the problem with comic book movies is they always try to make it too cheesy and funny well and that's fine you can be fun but or, or you are DC and you go completely the opposite direction <laughs> and make all of your movies dark and gloomy well, again, that's like blaming Iron Man for that mood. Blame the Dark Knight for that trend in DC Comics. Yeah, thanks, Christopher Nolan. He's still great. But, I mean, okay, I, so don't get me wrong. I love the Dark Knight. Let's but... get down to it. He, the proof that the, the, the problem he's trying to solve is to prove that Captain America is the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. I say, in my opinion, no. But that's hard because it's an opinion. I, I still say... Mine would probably go Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, this. And this is close to Thor Ragnarok. Because at least Thor Ragnarok was silly, but at least it fit the vibe of the movie. Yeah. But I, I still... I don't know. There, there's something about this movie that, that that didn't live up to the same fun and hype of, of Iron Man. Yeah, and... If I were to, to rank them, I also don't agree that this would be the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. I I would still put that as Iron Man number one, um, Spider-Man Homecoming number two, Guardians three, and then this. I mean, it could it could just be that my love for Captain America 
Well, yeah, puts yeah. it puts could, it, it up could, there. That's that probably. Um, but for me, I mean, the three movies that Aaron said: Iron Man, this, Captain America, or uh, sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy. They're like, it's almost like a one A, one B, one C, and because the, they're all they're they're all good movies, but they're different. Yes, compared to each other. And mm-hmm. the one thing that they have in common is they. Those three movies, I think, are the three that stand alone best. Yeah. That you take them out of this connected universe, and they stand as their own movies better than anything else in this cinematic which, which universe. Which three? Guardians, Iron Man, and this. Gotcha. Well, Guardians think, I think stands Guardians, alone because it's in space. So well, it yes. literally has well, nothing to do with say, anything but else. But it's got the whole stones. Yeah, but at, at that point, like... Thanos wasn't really a thing yet. Wasn't he in the end credits? He was no, in the he, credits. They, they showed him at like the beginning. Well, Guardians or the Guardians? Guardians. Is, it's mm-hmm. literally the first movie they go into space. Yeah. So it's to literally the threat of Thanos changing yeah. over to space instead of just on Earth. Yeah. But but that's again that's an afterthought in, in, from the rest of the movie. So I think that's why I liked this movie compared to the rest of them, is that it, it does stand alone, even though, yes, it's got its threads that connect it to the cinematic universe. It felt like a, a one-off, a spinoff from the rest of the universe. And, and Mike said the top five or whatever, Black Panther. Black Panther gets a lot of love because people try it's to say that so it has... so heavily reliant on bad CGI that I wouldn't yes. even put it near the top. It says... It, they try to say it has these undertones of... Well, it has themes. It has themes. It does have one of the, the most relatable villains in the MCU. So um, and then you have that. Endgame. I, don't, I think a lot of people love Endgame just because it's the end. Yeah. It is the last one. I think it gets so high marks because it is the last movie... And it was everything Infinity wa- wasn't. Yeah, yeah, no, and and honestly, that's kind of why I rate Endgame as probably in my top three as far as yeah, because it's it is this. It's honestly, in my opinion, probably the biggest cinematic well, event yeah. and in our you, lifetime. You get all these cutbacks to yeah, oh yeah, scenes from twenty two other movies. It's yeah. it's a fun movie. But in the end, I don't think it's one of the best because you have sure. so many moving parts in that movie. Sure, sure. And, yeah, I mean, the stakes, I think, are the highest in that yeah. one, and the payoff lives up to it. I mean, what Marvel did, I, I hate it, and I don't enjoy most of their movies. But you because, give them mad props. But it's it's like the Say biggest it. budget TV series you've ever seen it's in your life. True. Say you give true. them mad props. I want to hear you say it. I give him mad props, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what I mean. um, it's like HBO television times a million. So I wanted to, I wanted to go one step further is looking at Oscar nominations. Captain America Winter Soldier is one of eight films of the MCU uh, at the time of this article, at least. For visual effects, For I assume. For best visual effects, yes. Mm. Um, and that's what I think only one has won. One or two has won. Uh, I know this, Black this, Panther one, didn't it? This was only made when 17 of the films were out and Black Panther was just being released. Um, Black Panther did not win for visual effects. I don't even think it was nominated for visual effects. No, as bad as the CGI was in that movie. Yeah. That was but, terrible. But, but that Black War Panther... Rhino. Black Panther was nominated for seven Oscars and it won three. Best picture nominated Black Panther. 
Dude, hey. I, I will. I will say God. I learned. I learned the other day that um, the and I can't remember anybody's name. So the actor who played Killmonger, Michael um, B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan yes, Michael B. Bro. Jordan. Thank you. Like one of the most I famous, well-known I'm actors. Right terrible now, terrible with names. Okay, <laughs> continue. Fair, terrible with names. Anyway, Michael B. Jordan. When when they um, cast him uh, for Killmonger, he said, "Okay, but I want to dress like Vegeta." So his costume. Oh my god. His costume in the movie <laughs> is based off of Vegeta in, in Dragon Ball Z, and I think that that's fun. It is fun. Not gonna lie. It just cracks me up though that what did what what, what did uh, Michael B. Jordan his first big movie was what that Fruitvale Station yeah Fruitvale yeah, Station I was, I was reading after Black Panther his mom was all uh, upset because like and spoilers ahead for most of his filmography she was all upset because every every job he got was to go die in a terrible way in movies <laughs> <laughs> Dude, also, he's he's like Sean Bean yeah. I was gonna say are you kidding Sean Bean's made a career yeah. of that yeah so. Yeah, I always get him mixed up, Michael B. Jordan with the the guy. Michael Jordan, the basketball, the player. Tropic Thunder guy, Robert Downey Jr. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Robert Downey no, Jr. Uh, Al Pacino. Uh, I don't know who that is. In all honesty, I always get Michael B. Jordan mixed up with Anthony Mackie. What? What is Don Cheadle doing in this movie? <laughs> um, if you ask uh, Matt Gorney, it's Don Sheel. Don Sheel. Don Sheel. Who, yeah. Who is the dude from uh, Tropic Thunder? I don't know. Are we ready to rate this? Yeah. Movie? No, I want to figure this out real quick. Go Jay Baruchel. That's what it is. <sighs> Brandon T. Jackson. I have no idea who that is. It's Al Pacino. Obviously. He's been in, oh, great. He's been in Percy Jackson and Fast and Furious. Mm. Anyway. Interesting. Anyway. Um, you guys want to go first? So hold on real quick. Go ahead. Not proven. Not proven, but yeah. not a terrible movie. I think no, it was still a, still a still a decent movie in its own right. But I, I think it's hard to prove this because it's so opinion based. Sure, you sure. Put, yeah, and you that and was a bold sh- move yeah, going best in the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. And, and I, I think there's so many movies to prove from. It's it's very hard to do. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say up in the air because I haven't seen every single cinematic one. I don't know if I've seen a Thor movie yet, including Ragnarok. Uh, Ragnarok is the only Thor movie I've seen. It's yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, Jeff so, Goldblum was uh, freaking fantastic. I, I love Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> the verdict's still out for me. So, and I didn't even see this one again. So, but anyway, uh, let let you guys rate it. Let us rate it. What do you guys want to give it? Um, I'll. I mean, despite it not being proven, I did really like the movie. There were some flaws just because it had a, a lot of the same traits that Marvel movies, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies have with the quips and one-liners and just general silliness that it, particularly for this movie was went, went against the feel of the entire movie. There were a lot of exposition lines just being spout like, why did the bad guy in the computer tell them the entire plan? Just so that's the what bad guys knew? do. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But I, I still say it's squarely at a. I put it at B minus, like seven point two five. I, I really truly wish the action was more clear mm. because I think they and I know they the action sequences the way. It was choreographed. Was pretty fantastic. I just wish I could have seen a lot more of it. Yeah, fair. I th- there's one scene in particular that I agree with you. The rest of the fight scenes, I kind of don't agree with you. 
is the the fight scene in the elevator. There's literally like 20 guys in the elevator. And that's tough, though. What are you going to do in an elevator? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just it's just so much coming at you at once. And you're just like, what? I don't know what I just saw. I, I did love that scene. I could yeah. have forgot to bring that up, though, the, how tense it was, because you know what's happening. Cap knows what's about to go down. These other guys in the elevator know what's about to go down. And then he how starts that it with a Marvel line? quip. Did you like that one? Yeah. What? Does anybody want to get off? Anybody want to get out before we get this thing started? Uh, why, <laughs> that was a good line. Why wouldn't he just start <laughs> punching? Why just jump this, him. This this movie this movie like I think the best way to sum this movie up is it's a modern day action film that wants to be an '80s action film. Hell yeah. Um, you say that's like a bad thing. <laughs> and 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 the, it, it works to a certain extent, but I I'm kind of with Aaron on this, where a lot of it, like the quips, don't don't really sure. feel right. They feel kind of out of place. Um, I didn't like this movie as much as Aaron did. It's still a decent movie. I'm, I'm going to give it a six point two five. Steve, uh, yeah, I mean I'm going to be higher than these guys. Obviously, I I really like this movie. I think the fight scenes are. Really well done, even because I know was the the raid. No, it was um. Yes. The other one with all hitman. No, the other uh, final destination. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't think of the action movie where um, literally every one of them was in it this year. Oh, triple threat. Yeah, triple threat. Oh, I was close. You talk about Michael Bisbing being in that. Oh, yeah. and he's terrible. Oof. I think. What they did with uh, Georgia St. Pierre, who played Batroc. Yep. Um, what they did was smart. They didn't have him talk as much. They literally had him he in there. He was in what, one fight scene? Yeah. They literally had him in there to do the fight scene, which, bravo. Um, I don't really enjoy some of the one-liners like they talk about, um, but I think just being Captain America, I'm going to give it a higher score. I'm going to give it eight and a half. I really enjoy this movie. Were there an A minus? Okay, from so Steve. were there some of these characters that they introduced, like Colby Smulders? I know that she's part of the universe, she's but the the neighbor lady that was an agent is she part of the? Like they just introduced I, them and then just said, "Yeah, you'll find I think out more later." Agent Thirteen is in the next one, but I think she doesn't go very far. Colby Smulders is in it pretty much. Yeah, everyone. It's out. like they they introduce these characters and then. Um, in the next scene, they're just there magically to save Cap from a bad situation. Uh, and then they're gone. <laughs> I believe uh, Frank Grillo, who plays the bad yep. guy, he's in it one more time. So some of them... Well, and Grillo had an integral part in the movie, and he yeah. did fine. They didn't require him to act, just look like a tough guy soldier. But I agree. I mean, you get Agent 13. She's maybe in one. But then you have Scarlett Johansson and Anthony Mackie. Winter Soldier, they're in, I'd say, five, six more movies in the universe after this. Mm -hmm. Also, something I forgot to bring up earlier earlier with uh, Michael B. Jordan and being in Fruitvale Station, Ryan Coogler, the director, did Black Panther, which had Michael B. Jordan in it. uh, Is he in 21 Bridges, Coogler's new movie coming out? I don't know. That movie looks good, by the way. I know Bozeman's in it. Bozeman, that's yeah, and he's from Black Panther. He's, yeah. He plays Black Panther. Yeah. Are you sure that that's Coogler's movie? I thought it was. Maybe. Twenty One Bridges? No, nope, it's not. No, no, I'm looking. It's not. I can tell you. 
What's that average, Mike? Uh, the average is 7.34. So Captain that's uh, B minus? B minus. Uh, we have a lot right around this. Um, so this will be a fun little pop quiz. Pop quiz, asshole. This or Dog Soldiers. Oh, oh this. Jesus. I, I mean, which one do I... I don't know. Dog Soldiers is more fun. <laughs> yeah. This is a better movie. This. I, hey, same reasons. Scream. Scream. This. This. Revenant. Revenant. This. Revenant. Eternal, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless this, Mind. This. A Perfect World. This. What's this? I don't even know that one. That's a Costner movie. Oh, this. Little Kid. Perfect so, World. Did I say just, that? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Orphanage. The Orphanage. Yeah, this. The Orphanage. Candyman. Candyman. This. Godzilla. This. Godzilla. This. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, this. Fallout. Fallout. Uh, Manchester by the Sea. Manchester. This. 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 It Man. This. It Man. Probably It Man. Yep. Hater. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. It man. is a fantastic movie. Hunt for the Wilder People. Hunt that. Yeah, for sure. Hunt for the Wilder I haven't people, seen that for yet. Sure. I'd say this. I haven't seen this in a while, though. Um, last one Deadpool. Deadpool. <clears throat> this. This. Interesting. Interesting. I would probably say Deadpool. I love Deadpool and Deadpool 2. They're both good Same. movies. I mean, you kind of put them right next to each other. Yeah. What did... Oh, the, the director from Deadpool did Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. Who? He... That's the biggest one-hit wonder I've ever seen, Deadpool from that Deadpool guy. Deadpool is not a hit. It's a good movie. And, it, and if you consider it a hit, okay. it sure is... Well, I know what Mike's Poop picking for his next... Uh, I know right. what Mike's picking for his Prove It. All We're right, watching Matt. Deadpool again. <laughs> Matt, it's that time. Yep. What is your Prove It... Yes, this will be Monday's episode. Yeah, so I am picking Godzilla King of the Monsters. Came out earlier this year. Yep. And the reason that I'm picking it is because we believe Johnny um, requested Kong Skull <laughs> Island. Yeah, Somebody he did. did. Uh, and that got me thinking about giant monster movies and how everybody else in this room, and by everybody else I mean Shane, um, has been ragging on Godzilla because I don't think anybody being... else in this room has seen it. Yeah. That's oh, Steve has. Steve has. Oh, okay. Steve has. Um, but they constantly, from Shane, all I hear is, oh, this movie's garbage. It's bad. It's so bad. Listen, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, is in the spirit of the old Toho Godzilla movies where the plot doesn't matter, the acting doesn't matter. You are there to watch giant monsters fight each other. And Michael Doherty loves monsters if you've seen Krampus if you've seen Trick or Treat before that he takes very good care with his creatures and that is very evident in this movie so go into it with that mindset that you are there to watch the monsters and just have a big monster fight and don't even care about the rest of the movie you're going to have a lot of fun with it and that's that's what I'm going to prove so you obviously want Shane on this episode I don't care so you don't really care who's on the I episode? I think Shane needs to be on I, I, th- I, I, mean, I think Shane has already I think said Shane, he's uh, on the Yeah, I think Shane said he wanted to be on it. I think yeah. he has to be. I mean, that's he's the biggest yeah, for, thing against your yeah, argument. Yeah, yeah. He's um, the one, He's like you and I trying to be up against Steve. Like we that's hate true. Marvel. <laughs> uh, I mean, I didn't. I didn't pick this. I I didn't pick to be on Captain America because I hate Marvel. I just didn't want to watch JCVD. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I think I think you picked a better movie. Yeah, I think I did. from what I've heard. <laughs> yeah. The the uh, 
English in Captain America was a lot better than the dub. True, <laughs> true, 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 true. <laughs> I hate you guys. Mike, it's your selection next week, yes, right? Yes, my, my pick. Something I really am passionate about. Uh, we know. <laughs> Listeners know, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious which one you're picking. I am picking 22 Jump Street to prove to you guys not only did you get the first review of 21 Jump Street wrong... <laughs> <laughs> so by watching 22 Jump Street, you want us to change our scores? No, 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 no. It's just a very okay. similar right. movie. Aaron, Aaron might go lower on 21 Jump Street after seeing it. No, dude. So they're they're very direct follow-ups. They they use a lot of the same formula. I'm I want to prove that this movie is very much above average. That the writing is good, and. <laughs> Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna Damn. say it. He's shooting for the moon. I'm not this saying movie that is above average. I promise. Twenty One Jump Street got a C from us. Yeah. So you yeah. want it better than that? I want it better than a C. I want a B. Right. Okay. Seven or high, a B? Seven and I a can, half or I higher? Can, I can give it a B A D right now. It's bad. <laughs> See? See? So this is what I'm. Tra- I, I think this movie is better than you guys gave Twenty One Jump Street credit for. Wait, and do you like this movie better than 21 Jump Street? I like them both. Dude, I gave 21 Jump Street an 8. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Is there somebody in particular? I'd like to have that sucker on it. <laughs> so you want, Ar- you want Aaron on it again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think, and, and you, I think you have to realize, though, comedy is extremely subjective. True. And, and you don't I like hated any- the version of what we got... Dude, I'm and telling you, don't like Channing Tatum, do you? So it's gonna be an uphill battle for Dude, you. I, I, that's why I'm doing this. Is like I'm not doing this because it's gonna be an easy. Yeah, easy yeah but thing you're trying to, to convince me that the comedy that I think is idiotic and childish is actually not. Yeah, and and I'll take it a step further. That Channing Tatum does a great job in this one. Mm. He's trying to prove a lot here. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's fine, man. I I I'm just so upset that. 21 Jump Street is so low. <laughs> it's so dumb. It got a four and a half, a five. Uh-huh. Yep, too high. And then an eight. Yep. <laughs> too high. Who, was that you, Johnny, and Aaron? Uh, I think it was me, Brent, and and Mike. Was yeah. it? Someone else gave it a seven, but I think that was after the fact. So will, Shane gave it a seven? I, I wonder. No, that was John, I think. God. So anyway, that's my uh, proven month. If you guys, if the listeners... Want to request a movie for us to prove? We have a couple in the docket. I am really excited to get to a listener pick. Yes, sir. Because we have Kong Skull Island. How how are we doing this? Are we just gonna like throw it into a randomizer or what? Group effort. It's a group effort. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We will we will probably select one as a team. Um, honestly, if we do this for a couple months, my next pick might be another listener request. I think I think the plan was to do this for two months, November and December. Throughout throughout November and December. Because who wants to watch Christmas movies? True. Dude, I could watch Hallmark movies. You want to do that? No. (laughs) This is a side tangent. We're already this is a long episode, but I'm just gonna make it longer. I really wanted to pick um, Mortal Engines. God. (laughs) (laughs) To prove that it was a a good movie. A movie you haven't (laughs) even seen. I still might. I can't. Can we? Can we make a rule that that if we're proving it, we have to have seen it? Nope. No. 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 We're proving it to ourselves too. <laughs> let's just let's all agree to never ever see Mortal Engines and just assume Mike is correct. <laughs> Dude, let's just say Mike, I, you're right. It's great. 
Thank you. That's what I've been yearning Based for. Based on all terrible trailers. Yep. And all of the terrible scores online. All right, guys. So join us on Monday for a review of Godzilla King of the Monsters. And on Thursday for 22 Jump Street. Again, our website is moviereviewcrew.com. Someone in the show. Tell your friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night. And good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of Movie Review Crew. Remember to like us and find us on any of your favorite social media platforms, as well as go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.